five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back to the College Conversations podcast. I'm back here today with Aisha, back by popular demand. (laughs) (laughs) We did an episode uh, together not too long ago. And if you didn't check that one out yet, make sure to do it. It's a good one. It's called From Finland to America. Today's topic, though, we're going to be talking about phone usage, motivation, phone addiction, technology addiction, <laughs> etc. Because Aisha was just showing me her phone and the stats were a little scary. What have I got myself into? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I've come to the conclusion that I use my phone a lot and I've accepted it. And I'm not advocating for this at all. But it's a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a problem for a lot of people, I think. Oh, yes, definitely. You're not the only one. I'm not the only There's one. people far worse than you. Oh, my gosh. And there's people far better. And <laughs> you? <laughs> okay. No, I, I still use my phone a decent amount. But mm-hmm. how much on average would you say you use your phone? It's on every single moment. Every single moment? But, yeah. And I sleep, like, probably seven to six hours a night. So that's when it's off. Okay. That's it. And that's bad. <laughs> what are you mostly using it for? Are you a big social media person or just... Yeah, I do go on social media a lot. I mean, I do, like, watch stuff on YouTube or watch shows on Netflix, Hulu, or whatever. But it's mostly social media. And that's... And I'm not active. It's not like I'm active on social media at all. It's just me ghosting people and me just going mm-hmm. through other people's stories or what they're doing and stuff. Yeah. I don't know why. And I mean, those sites like Twitter and Facebook, Instagram, they're all designed to like lure you in exactly. to keep scrolling at infinite scroll and whatnot and yeah. just capture. Yeah, fear of being left out. That definitely plays yeah. a huge role in this. That's what it is. Yeah. And also I know too that they, I watched a little documentary video too on how they come out with notifications, like how Facebook and Instagram notifies you is also like a big alder- algorithm to try to get you to like go in to like feel like you're not missing out, right? Exactly. And that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's definitely true. And I watched another one that when they were talking about um, how influencers also play a big role in this, where like, you know, influencers advocate for put these notifications on so you won't miss anything out or right. whatsoever. And that does play a huge role in just like getting you into this, hooked on to this piece of device and aren't a lot of influencers like depressed too yeah i heard that right because if you're always posting images of yourself and trying to get and basing your worth essentially off of likes and comments and that can have a huge well i know it does a lot of harm to people's self-image of themselves because it's all about comparing Mm -hmm. to others yeah have yeah. you noticed that? I've noticed that. And I've seen a lot of, like, YouTubers going on, like, hiatus or whatever just for themselves and how they've basically been worn out by social media. The yeah. fact that they have to do better every single time that they post mm-hmm. or whatever. And that does play a huge, huge, you know, that messes up your head. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Because f- they probably feel, like, the need to post every day. Day, exactly yeah or the people that do like daily vlogs and whatnot yeah they're always just yeah and it's not a one-way street they also play a huge role in 
you know, how their followers or whatever perceive themselves as well. Yeah. Because they also compare themselves to the influencers that they follow. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's a competition among influencers. Yeah. Like who gets the most followers, who impacts most people. And then, you know, followers always try to follow whichever influencer and they always compare themselves their lives or themselves to these influencers as well you know a lot of these influencers lives are like very extravagant and glamorous or whatever and that does make you feel like your life is not worth the same right yeah and how would you describe an influencer to someone who doesn't know maybe what that is um influencers are people who um play who have a lot of social media following whether that was on youtube or whether that was on instagram snapchat whatever um and they cater to these followers with a lot of content um yeah basically you're just trying to influence if you must say a lot of people and try to get a lot of following for that reason and i think they mostly do it too by showing off what appears mm-hmm. to be like a lavish lifestyle exactly um one that's where you're always happy you're always partying you're always mm-hmm. lots of pictures next in big houses nice cars exactly. kind of like a rich lifestyle mm-hmm. and a lot of these influencers are paid to do these as well paid by who whatever company wants to be mm-hmm. you know wants to be seen yeah in the social media scene they do pay these influencers to promote their products or, um, you know, vacation locations or whatever. Um, yeah. And these influencers promote that. And that's how followers basically become aware of a lot of these companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It seems to be like a relatively new thing as well. It's like, I don't remember influencers being When we around, were kids, no. Yeah, or yeah. even like three, four years ago. I don't remember as many. I feel like it really blew up. I think it blew up after social media basically became a big thing and how when companies or content creators basically saw a huge market in this field um you know a lot of teenagers young adults use social media so that's how they basically reach these audiences Mm -hmm. yeah i know i mean i guess there was always like popular youtubers that was kind of like the original influencers but now there's people who solely use like instagram as their platform Mm -hmm. and and nothing else maybe exactly yeah they get paid by the content that they post like some people literally get paid for posting a picture and you know a lot of um companies also compete of who gets to um who ha- who will get their products promoted by this significant influencer, let's mm-hmm. say. So that's how influencers also get paid a lot. Yeah. I actually, you'll probably find this pretty crazy. I actually deleted Twitter probably three or four years ago. And I deleted Instagram about six months ago. But I have, I recently re-downloaded both for the sole reason of this podcast and i every i probably check instagram once a week no i don't find that crazy you don't find that no, crazy okay no i wish i could do that but yeah. i don't find that crazy at all i mean i know a lot of people do what social media cleanses yeah it's funny because i've seen influencers i've seen few influencers also promote um social media cleanses yeah and they do this through social media so i'm like this is really contradicting your message here yeah yeah that's true (laughs) it's it's hilarious i mean i felt like 
yeah, you, you can go on your iPhone and check screen time or battery and it'll show you how much time you're using for each app and how much on average you're using your phone per day, per week and whatnot. And I felt like I was always just kind of opening up Instagram and Twitter out of habit, just like at random moments kind of unconsciously Mm -hmm. like class would end and then i'd pull out my phone and i just pull up instagram but i wouldn't even i'm on autopilot while i'm doing this or i step onto the bus and then i just immediately pull up my phone instagram so while deleting them was nice twitter especially like i deleted that and i never looked back Mm -hmm. like i don't use twitter but i use instagram a lot yeah because twitter i was following random people and like yeah, there was funny posts on there and exactly. stuff and interesting, but it was just mindless scrolling. And Instagram, I th- I thought it was going to be really hard to do. And a lot of my friends that I've told it say, like, they could never do that because there's, like, the fear of missing out and you feel mm-hmm. too connected. But honestly, deleting it, I never, like, yeah, it was weird for, like, a week. I'd kind of, like, think about it. But then after that, I never, like, really thought about it again. Mm-hmm. It was a lot easier than I thought and I don't feel like I'm missing out on on anything yeah no I feel like sometimes even though I'm so connected I do miss out on stuff like I don't know a lot mm. of the popular terms that people use these days on social media okay. or I don't know I just feel like an old grandma when it comes to those things <laughs> <laughs> like, keeping up with like popular culture yeah I don't mm-hmm. do that I feel like I just go on social media just to, like keep in contact with people that you know, yeah. my friends, my family that do not live here, that, I, you know, are in Finland or mm-hmm. other parts of the world. Um, I do follow some influencers as well. But I think it's mainly for my social media for me is just being connected with yeah. people that are not here with me. Yeah. Yeah. I still use Snapchat the most. Yeah. Um, Like every day. That's probably my most used. But I try to stay away from looking at sto- people's stories too much but i also did i also deleted everyone that wasn't really my friend because i Mm. noticed that's also another problem is you have all these people that you follow but they're not really friends Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah or like how you have thousands of facebook friends and you don't know yeah you don't really call them friends in real life or they're like old friends you're not really friends with anymore and sometimes it's better just whoop clean yeah. those out <laughs> yeah i need to do that with my i mean i barely go on facebook um but i definitely need to go through like all my my facebook friends because there's people there from like my middle school yeah times that i exactly. don't talk to at all and exactly yeah i find it nice to just clear some of those out yeah i should do that in the nicest way possible but yeah you know in the ideal if you in the ideal productive world I don't know. What do you picture yourself doing if you if you use your phone less? I'd read books. Yep. I haven't done that in ages. I mean, I'm a student as well, so I just kind of... That plays a huge role why I haven't read a lot of books mm-hmm. recently because I have to do homework, I have to do papers, I have to do exams. But one thing for me this summer that I really want to do is just read a lot more books Yeah. and just put my phone aside for a bit. That's one of the most common yeah. answers. Yeah. Yeah. I agree completely with that too. Mm. And I did a fair amount of reading last school year. Mm-hmm. I probably read in 2018, I probably read five or six books. That's really good. Maybe six or seven, which was pretty good. Yeah. Very good, I thought. 
Um, and this year, 2019, I think I've only read, I don't even know if I've read a book. I might've read one book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, I feel like my attention span has gotten a lot shorter for yeah. books too. Uh-huh. I just sit down and I'm like two pages in and I'm like, oh, I can't exactly, do this. <laughs> exactly. No, I used to read a lot of books before I came here to the States. Literally, I used to be in the library constantly. Really? But then I came here and I just felt like, I don't know. I mean, first of all, social media took a big, you know, part of my life. It also just the fact that I am in a new country. Yeah. I have to learn the ways of this country. You know, I I was also, I also came like right in the middle of my senior year. And then I went straight to college after that. Yeah. So there's basically no time to do anything else really so. yeah mm-hmm. and for those of you who, have, who haven't seen our previous episode together <laughs> that was a spoiler from finland <laughs> and lived in finland for 18 years yeah. check out that episode if you haven't seen it but so were you reading a lot of books you said you were reading a bunch in finland were you yeah. reading english books or finnish both. books or both okay. i was reading both i think i got into reading more english books once i i went to an english-speaking middle school okay so that also played a huge role why i started reading a lot more english books i had to kind of but yeah i did still read a lot of finnish books so your whole middle school was in english yeah okay that would help a lot yeah yeah what kind of books did you do you like reading uh i mean i write i read a lot of like trilogy trilogies like hunger games were a big thing i used to be obsessed with those books i read a lot of harry potter like any sci-fi or fantasy Mm -hmm. books i did read some um like rom-coms as well a Mm -hmm. lot of john green when i was younger i used to be obsessed with his books yeah um yeah so a lot of fiction a lot of fiction yeah i feel like i feel like during those times I was very much disconnected from the real world in a way. I did not read a lot of, you know, biographies or whatever. I think the mm-hmm. first biography I ever read might have been here. Oh, really? Yeah. That's actually one of my favorite genres of books. Biographies? <laughs> yeah, biographies Who's? and nonfiction. Um, pretty much all the books I've read in the last yeah. years, they're all nonfiction. That's I haven't really read cool. a fiction book in a long time, yeah. but I read... Elon Musk's biography. I read Steve Jobs one at one point. I'm, I read the founder of Nike. Mm-hmm. I read his. Very interesting. That book's called Shoe Dog, actually. Okay. I highly recommend that book to anything to anyone who's interested in Nike. Has owned a pair of Nikes. It it's like talks about. Um, I think the guy's name is Phil. I can't even remember the guy who started <laughs> Nike. Yeah. But. Anyways, it talks about his whole story of how he created Nike shoes from being on the track team in Oregon, I think. Mm-hmm. His yeah, journey. That's where yep. Yeah. His journey of like turning it into a brand. And Nike literally just started as one single small store yeah. in California mm-hmm. on some street. And they had a lot of times when they almost disappeared. Yeah. But it's so interesting to hear. That seems How really interesting. It. It's called Shoe Dog. All right, I'm going to yeah. check that out when I can. I recommend Definitely. it. Or, yeah. And I like psychology books, too. Mm-hmm. I read a book called On Time. It's all about how people perceive time and how people feel like they're wasting time. The need to... Because have you noticed that there's a big... I think in college, too, it gets... Um, 
thrown around more too but the idea that you just always have to be productive yeah like the production mm-hmm. like if you're or you get shamed if you're not being productive yes yeah mm-hmm. yes have Definitely. you noticed that oh yes i have i feel terrible on the days that i just lay in bed yeah and i should feel fine i should be like this is a day for me i'm gonna relax but no i, I feel like oh my gosh i've wasted so much time laying right. in this bed yeah yeah that's what the whole book's about like wasting time why do people feel that way and some people really like to come off as productive Mm -hmm. you don't know how much that's actually true but have you met the people who have for example the google calendars with like a hundred different things and they got jobs and clubs and activities and they're yeah it's like how are you doing all this do you take a time to I try to, to do rest. that. I try to do the whole Google calendar. I try to be one of those people who has like, who has everything on top of it. Basically, I'm on top of everything, and that doesn't work. I guarantee you, all those people that have those Google calendars mm-hmm. filled out from like 4 a.m. to like midnight. Yeah. No way they're doing half of those things. Right. Yeah. Or if they are, then they're probably just burnt or out they're and burnt stressed out. out. Yeah, right? definitely. I feel like. I feel like the whole concept of being shamed for not being productive is very much centralized in our being at this moment, just like in society in general, just being students in general or workers or whatever, that we get shamed for taking time off. Yeah. I saw a study somewhere where literally a huge percentage of Americans did not use their vacation days last year or something. I read those articles too. So I'm just like, why are we we earned those vacation days right why are we not allowed to take those or why do we feel like we cannot take those are you referring to an article that came out like just in the past week i'm not sure if it was past week i mean there's tons of these i think it was from like wall street journal or something Mm -hmm. a lot of the new york times also releases a lot of graphs as well yep but yeah yeah i read one about a week ago it was like american workers on average are working more than even Japanese and some other countries counterparts and yeah I've noticed that within within living here as well but a lot of times you're only given two weeks of vacation but you're you're definitely not allowed to take that in a chunk yeah like you were saying yeah you can't like even taking two days off in a row that's considered strange yeah like your company wants you to take maybe one day off every month or so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of people don't even use those two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy to me as well. I don't know. We've just, I guess the whole, like we said, the productivity and how productivity is seen yeah. as an ideal. Mm-hmm. That plays a huge role. Like you feel like you're being judged or you feel like you're not meeting the standards when you take a time for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because you try to take time out of your day for like relaxation. And when, from work? or From everything. Yeah. I mean, I try. Okay. But do I feel relaxed? No, because I still have all these things that I need to get mm-hmm. done. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I consider myself very extremely low stressed person. You're definitely chill. Yeah. But that's just because i'm like every night for example probably after 10 p.m 
I have like a routine. I think it's it's good to have a nice like maybe this is my self-care routine. <laughs> I'm not sure. But I like to lay down on my couch and I just like think about stuff. I okay. don't know. It sounds weird, but I'll just lay down on my couch, think about things. I'll play some like chill music. Mm-hmm. Some like chill beats. And I actually another thing I do probably not the healthiest thing but i like eating ice cream during like, nighttime yeah oh that's fine like every night oh, I, love, <laughs> I i would love doing that well my mom let me know L- literally but I, <laughs> I love doing that like i don't eat too much but i like just having a little bit of ice cream and i think it's good for like my quality of life mm. i don't know it's something to no, like yeah that I look forward to. Exactly. Like, no, that's good. Yeah. That's really good. Like, that's how you take care of yourself. Right. Yeah. And they say, too, like, that ice cream is, like, a, it's, like, a good reward for yourself. I'm not sure how yeah. I'm trying to say it, but it, it improves your mood. It does. It improves your mood. Ice and cream is magical. I drink a lot of tea, too, and that really helps. Mm-hmm. Do you drink tea? Barely. No. Barely? Zero. Okay. <laughs> I actually like drinking tea during the during the evening, mm-hmm. and I don't know. There's something about tea, the way the caffeine hits and, like, the antioxidants. It, like, really has calming effects Wait, on Wait, do me. you drink black tea? Or? Yep, I okay. drink black and green tea. Okay. Um, sometimes I'll have green tea, like, at midnight, yeah. and it's like, ooh. <laughs> I don't have troubles falling asleep after either, Yeah. but if I have a green tea at midnight, just feels like my brain is being like massaged. It's oh, like the weirdest. Oh, that's really nice. It's like the coolest. Thing. I tried green tea once. I didn't like it. I don't know. I should give it another try. It's super bitter. It takes a while to get it used does. to. I put honey in mine though. Yeah. It's like a good way to sweeten it up. Yeah. I mean, I like if I do drink tea, I like it really sweet, like chai yeah. sweet. Yeah, I like it, that too. Yeah. I mean, I I'm Somali, and so a lot of Somali people drink like chai tea okay like it's called shah so we put a lot of sugar and a lot of spices in there yeah so that's why like green tea for me is like hard to swallow yeah definitely yeah, mm-hmm. yeah if i green tea yeah like i said it took a while for me to get used to and i like black tea a lot though okay milk and sugar yeah definitely british way british way excellent <laughs> have Top. you been to uk one time oh okay one time in the uk but i had a friend from london yeah and he used to drink like cups and cups of black tea a day mm-hmm. like they're on another level there. yeah i think the average the consumption of a british person in london is like three four five cups a day yeah he was on like four to six cups a day yeah and he taught me how to make it with how much milk to put how much sugar to put and before that i didn't like tea at all but then he used to make it for me last summer and I got like hooked oh, like to this day. I just love it. That's really good. I'm all, I only drink like a cup a day or every other day. I'm not mm. on the four to six cups <laughs> yeah. level yet, but <laughs> that's really strong. Yeah. You know, I feel like a coffee is a thing in Finland. Coffee. Yeah. yeah. Coffee's huge in, in college in general. Yeah. It's just, I feel like there's this whole like conception of coffee being the drink for college students yeah like if you don't drink coffee there's something wrong with you in a way right yeah like you need to have a cup of coffee with you every single day in order to be productive in order to be productive productivity there you go yeah Yeah. people do feel that way i think yeah it's become like a symbol in a way do you think you could do 
one of those challenges where you don't use your phone for like a week. Oh my gosh. A week? A week. Or let's start a day. How do you think you'd feel after one day, three days? Or what's the longest you've gone without your phone? I don't know. I honestly, you know, I just showed you like how many hours I've been using my phone daily. And what? It's, I don't know. Wait, let me see how many hours today has been so far. This is last 24 hours. Five hours is the Five average. Hours. Five hours is Damn. my average right now. And my phone has been off. <laughs> 34 minutes which is like during this podcast or something (laughs) so yeah i do i do i do need to cut it down a lot but i i feel like i don't know maybe finals week is a good week to try next week i should give it a try maybe not though i don't know i don't know i do kind of need it i i don't know the most i went without my phone i think we took a trip to south america once i didn't have service for like a long time yeah um maybe three days yeah four days three or four days maybe yeah i thought in 2014 me and my family um we went on a summer vacation to somalia Mm -hmm. and i was thinking oh this is a good time to cleanse myself from phone i won't have wi-fi nothing no internet it'll be great yeah we go there and we have wi-fi (laughs) so that just just went straight out of the window right yeah Wi-Fi literally everywhere. It's everywhere. And we're, I'm going to, like, for my study abroad, I'm going to South Korea. And Wi-Fi there is every single place. Like, they have free Wi-Fi everywhere. Yeah. They have 5G. Yeah. So I'm I'm doomed in a way. I went to South Korea once for five days. And that's actually one of the first things I noticed. I, I told my dad about this story, too. But I got when I got to South Korea in the airport, they sold SIM cards for your phone. Mm-hmm. I bought a SIM card for just like the five days I was going to be there so I could use maps. Mm-hmm. I kid you not, I got onto the train to go into like Seoul or something into the main city. I loaded up like websites and I have never in my life used a faster internet. Yeah. And this was from the SIM card. Like this wasn't even a Wi-Fi wow. connection. And it was like it was a second bullet speed yeah. fast my korean teacher has said the same thing he it says was, internet here is extremely slow oh yeah <laughs> it was incredible i was like what is how do we not have this in america i, I mean i know it's a lot smaller yeah. country so they can probably distribute it yeah, more powerfully everywhere mm-hmm. but they're very advanced technologically insane yeah yeah super insane mm. yeah going out phone that would be I'm gonna Very try tough. my best. You're gonna try your best. I'm gonna I'm gonna do like a day challenge. I don't know about a week. They have um even on on iPhones now they have things where you can like limit yourself. Have you seen that? The screen time thing. Yeah, you can like set up time limits for yeah. yourself. I've seen few apps as well where um somebody taught me about this where you download this app and you set yourself a time that mm-hmm. you're not going to be using your phone. Yep. And if you do use your phone during that time, you have to pay. Or you already bet before you, you start pay. using it, and then you lose that money. Can you gain money if you don't? No. Use it. <laughs> no, so. but it's like a way to like, I guess, uh, discipline yourself for not using it because yeah. you're gonna be losing your money. Right. That's hardcore. That's yeah. an actual thing. That's an actual thing. I've never heard of that. Yeah, and there's other places. Where I've seen a few other apps where they're like, they donate a tree or something if you don't use your phone. So that's another way to motivate. Wow. Yeah. They donate a tree. Yeah. Interesting. 
Or they plant a tree somewhere. One of my biggest pet peeves is going out to dinner with friends and then they're using their Their phone phone. at the Mm. restaurant. Is that the same for you? I don't know if it's a pet peeve of mine because I do it. Oh, you do that? (laughs) But I I don't do it like constantly. I talk to my friends. I do eat the food, but... I don't know. I just like check the time or check like if somebody texted me, if text like I check if my mom's texted me or something like that. But yeah. I, I'm not like texting on my phone. Right. I like check it. It's like there yeah. on the table, but I check it. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. If if I'm talking to someone and that person it's texting while I'm talking to them, right. that's a pet peeve. Yeah. That makes me actually yeah. angry. Yeah, that's like, a pet peeve. I get peeve. really riled up. Usually it's a friend, so I can just yell at them. Though. Yeah, that is <laughs> a pet peeve. Mm-hmm. If I was like meeting someone for the first time and they were doing that, I'd just be like, oh. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a nice first impression. Yeah. No. It's like, come on. You're at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen, like, you'll see sometimes like couples that are like oh sitting at another table <laughs> and they like so don't funny. even talk to each it's other? It's so funny. Oh, I've seen like family members do like that. Entire well, like entire families. The mom, the dad, they're all on their phones. The kids are on their phones. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious to watch. It's like this This is our world today. It's this like, is the oh 21st century. Yeah. I mean, what did people. What did people used to do when they were bored like 30 years ago when know. there was no internet, no phones? Like, what was that like? Oh, I want to be that. I, I don't know. I want to visit. I want to have like a time machine. Yeah. And just like go back to those times and really see what it was like. like what was our parents doing? Or like what we used to do when we were kids. Because now I look at my little brother mm. and he's on the computer. Yeah. 24 7 like when he's not in school. iPads. Or iPads. And, yeah. When I was a kid, I used to go outside and play straight after exactly. school or i used to you know take a nap like that was a thing when i was exactly. a kid and i don't know i just feel like i want to go back to those times because they were a lot simpler times yeah i mean i i did hear that people like 20 30 years ago watched more tv than mm-hmm. people now i think that was still a super popular thing yeah just to do was watch tv but yeah they definitely i think people spent more time outside they I, think, did. I mean yeah as a kid too i did spend my fair share of time outside and and now you don't even have to. Exactly. Like you said, you can come home from school and just go on whatever and play exactly. video games until you fall asleep. And yeah. you're always connected and yeah. you can talk to your friends. You don't have to go over to their houses or anything. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It is crazy. I wonder what it's going to be like in 20 years. <laughs> if Virtual we're like this reality. right now. <laughs> like Exactly. <laughs> we're going to have our own little emojis or whatever like walking around in a virtual reality whoa have you seen wreck it ralph i feel like that's what it's going to be like we're going to live I in the internet i think i did see that yeah Just holograms and mm-hmm. virtual reality video game oh my gosh that would be epic i'm kind and of scary. excited i'm kind of excited <laughs> for that virtual that's scary reality. though have you used a virtual reality no headset no it's pretty fun wait i might have okay like you know how they have in the mall where you could like try it out yep. or something like that i probably did those like a few years okay back. yeah yeah they got a ways to go but they're scary once they get good <laughs> might get real good oh my goodness might be able to just not even distinguish from real life at some point oh. and then it's like elon musk said like we're living in a simulation have you yeah have you heard him say that i have because that's like, a very famous quote yeah because yeah. it's like once the ai or what, AI. virtual reality oh, okay. vr Oh, VR. I was like, AI, artificial and AI. Once they get good enough, they can get to a point where you'll be able to like simulate like another 
life mm-hmm. or like our own life yeah so then in essence this could all just be a simulation yeah crazy That's crazy <laughs> That is creepy and crazy at the same time. It is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very famous interview, though. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Wow. Hopefully, I mean, I hope I'm not living in the simulation, but. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You're starting to doubt yourself now. (laughs) I'm starting to doubt it. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Or else it's just a bunch of alternate universes or something. like Matrix right now. Yeah. Like, no. (laughs) It's a very interesting topic. Yeah. Anyways, it's already been 30 minutes, so I think we'll wrap up the podcast here. If you guys like the podcast, make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Been getting great feedback recently. You can always send us a tweet at College Conversations. Search that up or College Convo Pod or something on Twitter. You'll be able to find it. Aisha, anything you'd like to say to everyone listening? Um, about phone usage, about phone about usage. anything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pledge, or try to pledge Whoa. that I will do the day challenge. Okay. But I'll probably do it like after finals week. I want to do it during finals week, but yeah, I know myself. Yeah. So I will do it after finals week. All right, I I'll do a day. pledging to do the day challenge. Yes. If anyone you out there is listening. <laughs> can also pledge to do the day challenge <laughs> do it with me <laughs> let us know if you do it actually that'd be cool yes all right uh that's it for today's episode i'll see you guys later